Welcome to Shady Pines, an afterthought media podcast in which gay people discuss the Golden Girls. Today we're discussing Season 2, Episode 25, titled A Piece of Cake. But first, from show business, please say, now you can call him garbage, <laughs> to Adam Salandra. Hello. Adam Hi, Joe. It, this you is can it. call me trash. Yeah, this is it, Salandra. We've actually done this. Is We're treating this as the season finale, because if, even if you're being technical there is another episode for this but it's uh what's in the biz or used to be called a put pilot so it's not really about the golden girls so we're not covering that episode correct Uh, but i am sort of shocked first of all yes like congratulations to us we made it through season two this is very exciting um but the fact that this episode that we're about to discuss is one of those flashback episodes and then the next one is the that pilot for Empty Nest. How are either one of these an appropriate season finale for a show? You know, it's funny that you're saying that. This, by the way, is the most we've ever talked about Golden Girls ever. Yeah, especially uh, at the top. We're I just know, right? right, right the like, what you get right into it. Um, is, you know, I will say that final scene when they do the conga line had a very season finale feel. But wasn't that a – wait, what was the conga line in? It's uh, when the, they surprise uh, – they do the, su- the surprise on Blanche. It wasn't for um, – Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for, true. Yeah. Uh, I think to them that was a season finale kind of feel. All right. I mean yeah. I don't mind the flashback episode, so I'm like fine with it overall. I just – I'm shocked that this is – So I'm going to tell you. before I watched it late today. I didn't watch it till about – I didn't do anything for the show till like two or three p.m. today. That's why I was so glad you said five. <laughs> oh, I said five. You said four or five. I was worried you were going to say two, and I was going to be very Uh-oh. in trouble. You know, um, I had a very busy weekend. But uh, I was talking to Aiden. I, well, I'm driving around. I just ran a bunch of errands today, and in driving, I was talking to Aiden. I said, "What am I getting into? Please um, uh, tell me." Um, uh, what, uh, I'm gonna take my watch off because then I'll be distracted by the little text messages that come in. Was it so, a love text? You looked happy from a quick it was, moment. He, okay. I'll tell you about this in a second. That way we can, okay. we can go, we can go back to not talking about Golden Girls. Yeah, please, please, as soon as possible. But I, I, where I'm driving around, I said, oh, I gotta watch this last episode. I go, please read the description to me. Please don't be a flashback episode. Please don't be a flashback <laughs> episode. Please don't be a flashback episode. And he goes, it's called a piece of cake. It's a flashback episode. I went, oh. But I'll tell you something. I might as well give up the ghost right here. I liked it better than I thought I would or than I remembered. I I will say the two vignettes in this that make me cringe when I think about the episodes are the ones in this episode. I've always hated the Rose monologue. The yes. I want an Emmy. You know, give me an Emmy yes. monologue. And um, I've always disliked anything where it's low look the magic is the magic is Estelle Getty is young yeah which by the I way no one's really. believing she's 50 
I was confused about that. Yeah, they go, you don't even look 40. I'm all like, "Uh, no, you don't, and you don't look 50. So (laughs) never play your actual age. Yeah. And so I think she's like, at this time, I think she's like in her early 60s, right? Yeah. I would. I mean, I guess. I I said yes, as if I knew. So, um, I don't know. I I wish I did research and learned. um, That would be great. But but I hate, I, I don't like those stories, but I really liked the other two stories. It's funny that you say that because I was thinking, like, I'm I'm a fan of the flashbacks. And then I thought, oh, boy. Then we get the Rose a monologue, first of all. Yeah. Why would we need a monologue? And I, I felt like it was acting class. felt like very acting class. Very. And then, yes, all the – I'm never that, like, into the old Dorothy Sophia flashbacks. Although I will say the Dorothy casting of young Dorothy is just spot on. Yeah, yeah. And that no. woman definitely picked up the mannerisms. The only thing – that I, now I don't remember. I know she's on. I did research today. She's on three more times. Okay, in yeah. the whole run of the show. And um, do, do they ever give her Dorothy's quippy comebacks? Because it seems like she doesn't. She's not very quippy. I don't know about quippy. She's never been funny uh, on that I remember. But I think. But she definitely has that uh, dry dryness to her. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I don't know that you'd say dry humor. Just dry. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, okay, now let's get to what my, my text message Yeah, I feel is. like we're all out of order. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's kind of weird. I know, it's like, it's like, it's <laughs> how dare us just jump yeah, in? I know, how dare us talk about the golden, which is so funny. We got here to the end of the season, we're like, so it turns out we're supposed to talk about the yeah, golden girls. Yeah, we're supposed to talk about the golden girls, uh, which is funny because Aiden likes our shows when we have a third better. Okay. He is doesn't that what like. he prefers for you two as well? <laughs> I know, probably. Um, <laughs> so, uh, he's cooking today. He decided to yeah. cook. He doesn't usually cook. And so he was hunting around for recipes earlier today. Uh, he wanted something simple but fancy. And I was driving around, so I couldn't help him. But I suggested something from the New York Times. They said, they email this to you if you sign up for it. But like the, do you cook or does Sean cook? Or what happens here? Sean's an amazing cook. I've learned to cook uh, out like out of, you know, like the basics, mm-hmm. which I do now cook but that, mm-hmm. those. But I, it's not my thing. Okay. Uh, and so the New York Times has this amazing thing that I've yet to use, but every like Sunday evening you get a five, here's what to cook this week, you know, yeah. here are five weeknight dishes and they're like easy, but nice. Right. Oh, I like and, that. oh yeah. They're really good. I, I was looking at the one for this week. I'm like, oh shit, these all look fucking good. Right. So he called his dad who does the New York Times all the time and the dad sent him one, which was, uh, a bibimbap, but you do in one, in a sheet pan. Mm, okay. I like that's easy to me. Yeah, it is easy. Those, those sheet pan things are easy. So he made this bibimbap, and he had sent me a picture of the bibimbap. Yeah. Bibimbap. Oh, and they were, and that made you happy. That's love. It is love. Well, you're. I mean, look, you guys are the. You know, we got in a fight. I talked about this. This will be very old by the time we get it. But we got in an argument <laughs> earlier in the week, and I was talking to a friend about how and i was talking to a friend about it he told me about a dumb fight he and his boyfriend had gotten into you know in a very brief just to make it brief my fight with aiden was about i i didn't call him back when i was supposed to go at lunch with my cousin who i haven't seen in three years and that you know what if it was an emergency and then when he finally told me what it was it was he was embarrassed at the stoplight when someone caught him singing okay (laughs) and then he has a sweet little heart yeah he? he is and then my friend Carlo, 
he got in a fight with his boyfriend because Carlo had bought new boots, was trying them on, and then the boyfriend <laughs> wanted to try them on, but Carlo was like, don't walk too much in them because I got to return them, I think. And then he got mad. Okay? <laughs> and I was saying, based on my past relationships, and yeah. especially the past relation, the most recent relationship, th- I'll take those fights any day rather than the drama I put up with before, A. Eh? Yeah. And then uh, a friend of mine... Even though I'm glad God just come out months from now because I lied on the T. Oh, I have another story to tell you. I have another story. I want to get your thoughts. Oh, here. good. I lied Make on the T. I lied on the T and said it was a news story, but it actually happened to a friend of mine. Okay. He's been with his that. boyfriend for like six years. Yeah. He's cleaning the kitchen. Yeah. Finds a recording device behind the refrigerator. The boyfriend's been spying on him, right? And confronts him. It's a whole thing, which I would have been like, get the fuck out of my house. You know? A recording device is so. <laughs> That, that's so intense. Yeah, so intense. Like what? Oh, but there's a whole history that one day when you and I get together for brunch, I'll tell you the history. Yeah, right? I'm excited. Um, they have so much history. And uh, so I was like, I will take fighting about me not calling back to hear this cringe story over recording device. Absolutely. But quickly back to this mystery couple. Like what – can't you just – old-fashioned and go through their phone or something a recording device what okay. was happening what did he okay. even think was happening i know i know exactly because he, he confronted the boyfriend the boyfriend explained so back they're very they're very dramatic they're those couples that they should have broken up a <laughs> long like time it. ago the boyfriend is crazy right yes um you see jay knows all about it because jay knows jay knows michael my friend years blah blah blah, blah. this has been going on boyfriend's been crazy for years okay. but Back in December, they had one of their blowout fights, okay? And in the fight, Michael, like, was so angry, he, like, pushed Noah and was like, get out of my house. Get out. And Michael – and Noah was like, you assaulted me. Uh-oh. You are uh, you are physically abusive. And Michael's like, what? And he was like, yes. And so, so then Noah put – this recording device in hopes of catching Michael admitting that he had, by the way, I can't, I, I don't want to get super liable. I'll tell you off the air. There, there's so much drama here. I'll tell you off the air. Let me, but I do want to get your opinion on this. Please, but please, I have some things to say off the air about yeah. <laughs> So we got a voicemail today. Okay. About, about, yeah, an afterthought, speakpipe.com slash afterthought media about our drag race on under podcast. Did you listen to it? No, but I am excited to. Gen- genuinely, I am excited to because I've, I it's don't me know and what Lori. Else to get my content. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a good pairing as well. Yeah. Me and Lori, an Australian guy. Well, on there, have you watched Drag Race Under? Oh, you're, you're saying you're going to listen. Oh, you did watch it. Yeah. Okay. So Lori goes off. I don't know what to do. Maybe you can help me because you work in this. You can tell me how to do. Do people work for you in this, in this job? Do you have people who work under too you? Too small. Too, they would. Of course they would, but yeah. they just don't exist. So I do it. But all. have you had it before people work under you? Uh, yeah. Okay, but you're a smart guy. You can give me advice. I'm really, I don't know what to do. I'm waiting for Taylor to call me back. Okay. So on the show, Lori, I don't know if this is a bit she's doing. I don't know what's going on. But you saw on the, on the pit crew, there was like an older daddy type. And then yeah. like a more like twunky type, right? Yeah. She went on this rant. About that uh, drag race must have, must have run out of pit crew people because they have this old man and who <laughs> nobody wants to see an old person and blah, 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 right? 
And I kind of touched on it, but like, I was just like, oh, this is so cringy. I'm just going to move on. Like, let's get out of this. And then she brings it back. She keeps bringing it back to this, right? Okay, interesting. Meanwhile, she doesn't want a man of any age. True. So what difference does it make? So we get this voicemail from this clearly very angry person who is very offended by what Lori said. Uh, And yeah, was very, very angry. And the thing is... I agree with him. Yeah. Okay. Now here's the tricky thing is I don't know what to do because if I play this voicemail in the air, I know Lori Rockingcamp and she will tell she'll, him she'll go harder. Yeah. She'll tell him, Oh yeah, well go fuck yourself. And you're probably yeah. some fucking old man. And no one wants to fuck you. That's why you're like, she will triple quadruple down. Which, right. You can't do on the – I have to have a talk with Lori. We have to be like – yet on the public feed, you can't say – first of all, why are you saying that? But two, they don't know you. One. Yeah. They don't know you. Because, well, there's a couple of things I need to talk to her about. She's constantly talking to the chat room and stuff like that. So I have to have all these – I love that you're telling me on air, Lori, what, what your disciplinary Oh, yeah. I'm going to take a poll on Discord. Yeah, I don't care. So – um so uh, there's no discipline. What I think I'm going to do is I'm going to bring up the phone call and summarize it on, and then talk to her about it. I think if I play the voice, I think that'll lessen it. And then she won't say, fuck you. She'll be like, oh, blah, 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 blah. You know? Yeah, I guess it is all depending on, does she sense that you're thinking, okay, this is, could be a funny bit, or that mm-hmm. the truth, which is like, you know, I wasn't into it then, I'm even less into it now. Yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out, so Taylor will have good advice, but what's your advice? Um, in, in terms of how to, but you want to, I'm assuming, actually discuss it on the I show. I think we have so to address you know, it, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, well, the thing is, you know Lori much better than me. Mm-hmm. But I do think, I knew instantly what the issue was. She was going to double down and go harder. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, if you feel that it's live, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. But the live audience is still – so So basically in the world of Afterthought, only the Patreon people can get uh, Afterthought. I mean the, and the live shows. Gentleman was yeah. So like – and, and, and I always talk about it in terms of like 10%. So like there's the public feed audience, which is in the thousands, okay? Yes. And then there's the probably Patreon. Millions. Probably millions, yeah. But then there's the Patreon, which is about – it's actually smaller than 10%, is it? No, no, about 10% of the audience, right? Mm-hmm. And then only 10% of the Patreon actually actively participates and listens live. Sure, sure, sure. You know? So, those, are the, those are the family. Yeah. And so the people who show up live aren't as – there's a whole world of Patreon and a whole world of public. So it's very small who listens live. So I can always edit anything out. That's crazy. And Got I it. should have edited this public feed out. I I think I thought of it, but then forgot to write it down, so it didn't go over on my list. Anyway. Yeah. But now it's out. Now it's too late. But now First I have of all, to, we yeah. can tell it's an older gentleman by the fact that he somehow sent a voicemail. No, no, no. I told him a tweet to... or email. <laughs> True. That is a very good point. Yeah. But I think he wants to hear his anger. Um, I'll tell you what, Salandra. Let's get back to, let's get back to the Golden Girl. But first, let's take a break and we'll be right back after this. Okay.
as the ladies prepare the hors d'oeuvres for a surprise birthday for Roberta, a surprise birthday party, an elderly friend of Sophia's, the girls take a walk down memory lane, mem- reminiscing about their favorite birthdays. What I thought we would do, Salandra, is okay. I have each summary for each little vignette by itself. And why don't we just attack each one and get through it? Not a lot of references, by the way. Yeah. Uh, the first one is Dorothy remembers a surprise party Rose threw for her at a children's party place called Mr. Haha's Hot Dog Hacienda. I really like this one. And in fact, I'll tell you what. I even think if there was somebody you met that said, I don't know the Golden Girls. I don't like the Golden Girls. I, I don't want to even watch a whole episode. This is a great little five minute or whatever bit to show them as this is the Golden Girls. But what I... I- couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. This is a, a – it's funny that I, I was shocked to remember that this was just a, a, flash, a flashback episode mm-hmm. because, in my opinion, this is one of the classic scenes yeah. from the Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree. It should be shown when Dorothy slams her hand down on that hot dog. <laughs> She's just so nasty and I just <laughs> love it. <laughs> Oh god. Uh, the whole, the whole thing was just so so funny. Have you ever been in a situation where like well I don't know do you, are, are, I don't know how old you are. I know you're in your 30s somewhere. But I don't know exactly where and is it something that bothers you to talk about? Cuz gays can be sensitive. It doesn't bother me because I'm still the youngest in the room. Okay, true. And nor does it bother me in general. Are you asking? Yeah. Oh, 36. Okay, you're 36. So, um, but have you ever been in a situation where, like, like, maybe even just you don't want to be put in the spot? Like, believe it or not, this is true. I'm kind of like Blanche. I don't like surprise parties, and I don't Mm -hmm. like the attention that's brought to me at a birthday party. I think I've seen people tweet about this. I don't know what to do while people sing happy birthday to me. Oh, I have a friend who had, like... I mean, she, this was a bit dramatic, but like would like cover her ears and eyes because she would cry during being like being sang happy. The happy birthday song because it gives so much anxiety. Yeah. Which is a lot, but yeah. so I feel that I get that. Not me. Give me that attention, baby. I'm a Leo. So you, you like that attention of like, what are you doing? When they're singing happy birthday, what are you doing? Oh, it's awkward as hell, but you're, uh, you know, you're just like looking around, celebrating, uh, the people. I don't like, I'm someone who is, um, weird with attention. I'm, there's plenty of times where I'm like, this is great, but if, but then sometimes I'm just like, I don't really genuinely don't want anyone to look at me right now. Um, but on a birthday, I'm just thinking, you know, I'm surrounded by my family, my friends, or perhaps, a group of waiters, if I've gone to a classy enough restaurant where they come over and sing. Are you in a production of Hello, Dolly? Is that what you're thinking? Like, oh, don't even joke. I wish. I, know. Um, I was thinking about that. I've been watching a lot of, like, I don't know why I got in this kick the other day where I went on YouTube and only watched Curtain Calls. Oh. From, like, Broadway musicals. I don't know why. Oh, I don't know. God. Yeah. And, but then that, that led to me watching some scenes from Hello, Dolly and, and just watching different people perform the musical number Hello Dolly, and I was like, what a bizarre number that is. Agreed. It's very strange, but that's my favorite musical. It is? Yeah. I didn't know that. And I'm not good at favorites. Wow. Hello Dolly is your favorite musical. Yeah. What's What's yours? I think we talked about this. I can nerd out musical-wise. What's funny is I saw some friends yesterday who work in theater. Yeah. uh, Both of them. 
And so we were nerding out, but I, was, I just came up yesterday. I was like, I have a weird love-hate relationship with musicals. So I there are certain too. musicals that I love very much, but a lot of musicals that I absolutely hate and detest and see why people hate Broadway. You know? Yeah. And so um, uh, my favorite musicals vary. I would say – Aiden's better at remembering my favorite musicals than I am. But I would mm-hmm. say Sweeney Todd, Into the Woods. It's something Sondheim. Okay. Are my favorite musicals, you know. Um, OMG, I'm 90% sure I'm not making this up. Did you tell me that before the pandemic, you and Lori had an idea for a show or started it even where you go to high school productions of yeah. things? Breaking Legs, we only ever recorded one episode. I should probably release it. We only ever recorded one episode because it was a, it was supposed to be like an 8 to 10 part series. And oh. I was so excited because the local high school here was going to do Phantom of the Opera. Oh, like, oh, yes. Please, right. Like, if you bring it back, I don't even need to be on it. I just want to come. No, 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 no. Please audience. be on it. Uh, also, going to musicals and theatrical productions with Lori is both cringy and fantastic because at least like, they're young enough for her. Yes. And also, <laughs> true. But also, she's just like a gigantic person sitting in this auditorium, <laughs> you know, watching a production of Sister Act. So oh. um, that's what we did. I think it's the one episode we did with Sister Act. I don't think we ever got to. Oh Gypsy. God. I don't think we ever recorded. I can't. I need yeah. it. I need it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let's go on to the next story. Uh, Sophia recalls a milestone birthday, her 50th, when she was fighting with her husband, Salvador. You know, I got to tell you, uh, I don't like these scenes. But I don't know what your <laughs> thoughts are. Got to tell me and got to tell me twice. Yeah. I don't either... But also, I was a little confused by Salvador. You could hear his voice off camera, and it was clearly the voice of the man who always plays him. Mm-hmm. Or did they just want to pay him less so that they didn't show him the entire time? It's very I, yeah, strange. I don't understand. You're right. He, he, we don't see him this episode, but we do. He comes on six times. So this is his wow. first of six appearances on the show. You know, we actually got it out of order, but that's fine. Uh, we'll come back to the second one. But um, – uh yeah, we never see him. Um by the way, so they say something here like it, it's always very hazy on this show when Sophia came to this country from Italy. Also why she has a New York Jewish accent rather than an Italian accent. Uh oh, I've never thought about that, but But well, what? I will say it matches because Dorothy also has like a a New York Jewish woman. Yeah, accent. but Dorothy grew up in New York, didn't she? Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, but uh, yeah, Sophia. I mean, even the even the quips that she and Salvador that that's more like Jewish American humor. I think that one thousand percent. Although I always, it's funny that I am Italian Jew because to me in New York, it's very hard to tell the difference in mm-hmm. terms of. I mean, sure if you live there, but for me, uh, they sound very similar. Yeah, I could see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but but Michael, wait, yeah. what? Oh, I lost it. But something you just said shocked me. Sophia New York. Oh, Angela. Even Angela, when she came, yeah. she didn't have an Italian accent, did she? Another Jewish woman playing her. <laughs> like, <laughs> they can't find any Italians. I know. So uh, so here's the thing. is Based on the stories we've heard, based on the stories we've heard, <laughs> Sophia came to New York somewhere in her early 20s. You know, in her y- youngish, but like at a point where you know how old you are. Sure. She didn't come here as a baby. Like she's like, oh, my birth certificate said I was two years younger. I'm just finding out that I'm two years older. 
Yeah, they don't care. They're literally like, I have an idea for a joke. Let's not think about it for a yeah. second longer. Yeah. And yet, it's still celebrated. I think they knew reruns existed, but they didn't think, oh, people are going to study this. They did not. First of all, they didn't know what a podcast was, and they yeah. certainly didn't think we yeah. would be sitting here on one dedicated yeah. to them. Yeah, well, studying the reruns and covering each episode. Um, now... Uh, that, that's the only thing I have to say about it. I don't like these episodes. You and I were talking about how great the Dorothy is and what. Yeah. Um, okay. The next one is Rose tells of her first birthday alone after her husband Charlie died. Uh, we also learned that she's announced she's going to be leaving St. Olaf and moving yeah. to Miami. What were your thoughts on this one, Salandra? I mean, Rose is lovable. I find this to be a sad little scene and I just don't get the point of it. It's unnecessary. Mm -hmm. It doesn't bring anything new really to the character. It's not funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, love Betty White, but I think we could give this the chop unless she won her Emmy from it. Which, yeah. You know, I, great. No, I think Rose won it the year. Betty White won it the year before. So, um, Boo Hecker, Joey Boo Hecker, you're, you're the person who came before you informed us when everyone won it. And Blanche wins it. Uh, Rue McClanahan wins it this year for this for this season for the abortion the scene. Yeah. And then I feel <laughs> Dorothy had an, an, an Emmy's moment. You could tell that they were put, planting their clip packages. That's so along silly. the way. But whatever gets the girl. I'm glad they all have one because yeah. deserved. Who was but, last? Do you know? B. Arthur, and she was really pissed about it. Oh, I bet she was. It was she was. Livid. You know what? This I wrote this at the top of my notes. Now that we're talking about this, I don't even know what made me think of it. But do you know back when this was airing, who, if, if anyone, was considered the most popular character at at the time? No, I yeah, don't. same. I wonder. Yeah. Or maybe they took turns. Who knows? Yeah, maybe they did. Maybe it was like yeah, one of the guys. Someone was the more popular one all the time. It also depended what kind of person you are. Like, well, for, that's but true. like Sex in the City. I mean, yeah, I feel it's always either Samantha or. Carrie, but Carrie, no yeah. one, no one's a big Charlotte fan, right? And if you are, I'd love to hear more. What, yeah, what led you down that? Or path? what about uh, or more Miranda? Miranda. People might have yeah. more. I think there's more Miranda fans than there are Charlotte fans. I don't think, is anybody like a Charlotte stan? You know, even if you loved her, I don't think anyone ever says I'm the Charlotte. Yeah, even if they no are, no one wants like to be the Charlotte. Yeah, exactly. I would rather be the Charlotte than the Miranda. Heavens, yes. I found Miranda what? very cold. Yeah. Every every gay wants to be Samantha or Carrie. Of course. Yeah. What were you when you were watching? Were you a Samantha or a Carrie? Well, I didn't watch during for some reason. Mm -hmm. um, I might have been realize. too young. No, my peers definitely did. But I think that I didn't I, – I was definitely not – out at the time or like even really fully understanding what a gay life could be mm -hmm. so i caught it later i saw all the films luckily yeah luckily i don't know but luckily those classics all right next uh finally blanche oh no sorry blanche tells of the time when the ladies had just moved in together and threw her a surprise party not knowing how much she hated that the surprise party not the girls um your thoughts on this one um i didn't have now, are you? I, I, I honestly, because of the Sophia flashback, the uh, Rose flashback, I really my attention started to wane uh, towards the end. Got a little phony. I was like writing my notes and then distracted. Mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, I remember it happening, and I remember she was like 
pissed about it. But then when she just sees all the men and decides like, okay, I'm into this. Was that part of the fourth flashback or were they throwing her a surprise again? And that's when they did. Oh, well, maybe that's why you got confused. So this is the fourth flashback and then they call it back and at then, the very yeah, end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. that's what I thought. Okay. Great. Um, yeah. I mean, it was good. It, I don't know that it, I don't know that she would be my most realistic choice for one who hates surprise parties. Yeah, true. Um, good point. But I feel like Clay she, would like, blanch the f- most. Yeah, like freshen up a little bit. Maybe she'd want to, but I could see her really liking that attention. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I actually really like this one. I thought there were some really good lines, very funny moments with the girls. Had a neat little tidy ending, and then it gets called back, so I was a fan. Yeah, can't, I do like a callback. I do like a callback. Back in the present day, Blanche says, that's the best when you're really surprised. With this, the ladies yell, surprise, and the story about Roberta's party was just a cover, so they could really surprise Blanche with a conga line of men that we just saw dancing in mm-hmm. from the lanai. Uh, Adam Salandra. Final thoughts on the episode. Do you like this 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 wraparound story? What do you think about the the frame story? Um, I was fine with it. They're very irrelevant when they do a flashback, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's just so funny to me. I think the, these are really episodes of they collect random ideas in the writer's mm-hmm. room and yeah. don't know where to put them. Yeah. And they're like, we have this huge stack of ideas. That's exactly what it is. Like this. But because of that, I usually end up liking them because I'm like, okay, this is like, these are funny ideas. They just couldn't fit anywhere. Unfortunately, this wasn't really one of them because there was flashback flashbacks, like where they don't know each other. I don't really love when there's one, but to have two with both Rose and Sophia, hmm. not for me. Yeah, me either. All right, let's go to the references. We're just going to buzz through this. No one to guess with. Okay. Gunsmoke TV show. I think at the time was the the longest running sitcom. A West. I'm not sitcom. <laughs> wasn't a sitcom. Whoa. It was the world's. I think it was at the time or up until Mash. It was the. Oh, it might even beat Mash. It was the longest running TV show. I think it ran for like years when you like twenty, thirty years when you include like radio and stuff like that. It ran for years. Wait, years. Mash is the longest. No, running no. TV show? Oh. Ma- I think Mash is the longest running sitcom. Okay. I think that went for like eleven years. But I think Gunsmoke oh. as a TV show. I think it was only recently beat out by The Simpsons. Well, recently now, but like for a long, yeah. it, gun, they beat out Gunsmoke. But yeah, so that's what Gunsmoke was because it, it has to do with like a the joke had to do with how long something was. Um, I should have put keywords what they had to do with Ralph Edwards was a game show host. He and I think he hosted this. This is your life, among other oh, things. Oh, classic. Yeah. Crystal Carrington that they she calls uh, B. Arthur as a character from Dynasty. the TV show Dynasty. Very good. I would have got that one. I had to look this one up and what the joke was in reference to Francis Farmer. She was so that they, they, when Dorothy comes in and goes surprise and Dor- and Dorothy's like ha, 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 well, uh, hi mom uh, no 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 there's no surprise party you're make oh she's from the you know stroke and she's yeah. like who am I Francis Farmer and I was like <laughs> what does that even mean okay <laughs> so Francis Farmer was an actress who uh, started to have uh, episodes psychotic psychotic episodes. And checked herself into a mental hospital and then wrote, uh, wrote about her experience having, I think, schizophrenic disorders or something like that, right? Oh. And so, and then, but then they found out even the autobiography was like made up. It's a whole story with this Francis Farmer, right? And yeah. when reading about it, this would have, the audience would have got, cause it didn't happen in like the 30s or 40s, but the audience would have understood cause it was like a popular, I don't know if it was a TV movie maybe about Francis Farmer's story. 
had just come out a few years before. So the audience would have gotten the reference, oh, you're saying that I imagined this, I'm crazy. Uh, yeah. Thing. They would have gotten that reference. Um, and then finally, oh. Trader Vic's uh, chain of like tiki bars. I don't know if it's still around, but it was a chain of tiki bars. Um, I feel like I've been to it, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how many of them are still around or if the original still around or whatnot. Okay, special guest stars. Alan Blumenfeld played Mr. Haha. He was also the plumber in one of those plumber episodes. So he's been oh on the Oh, my show. gosh. That's crazy because he was such a dick as Mr. Haha and as the plumber. Yeah, he was good at playing Well, even when they recycled them, they're like, you know what? You were a dick the first time. Yeah. But dead or alive? Um, with that attitude, dead. Alive. All uh, right. Lynn Green is young Dorothy. She's now, well, I'll just giving it away. She's now a very successful TV producer. She's one of the producers of uh, Nip Tuck, among other TV shows. And then Sid Melton as Salvador Petrillo, dead or alive? Dead, I hope. Uh, dead, 2011. Character actor, been in a bunch of things. Uh, time capsule. This episode originally aired on May 9th, 1987. <laughs> Um, there's no other thing that really happened that was of interest between last episode and this one. Uh, this is essentially the series season finale. We have, oh, let's talk briefly about what the episode is after this. So technically in the canon, there is an episode after this. The girls play a very minimal role in the old days, in the seventies. They used to do something called a put pilot. Happy Days did this a lot and a lot of shows. And a put pilot was when they would introduce characters on one TV show to launch another show mm-hmm. made by the same producer. So, like, for instance, Happy Days did it with Laverne and Shirley. There'd be an episode about Laverne and Shirley or two or three. There was one with Mork from Ork, which makes no sense. A show about the 50s grounded in reality. Uh, an alien from outer space comes, right, and visits the, you know, the Happy Days family. But then they show him for a couple episodes, and then you go, oh, you can watch this new TV show. You know, um, Mark, Mork and Mindy. And so this was one. It was called Empty Nest. It had um, the guy that he was on an episode of Golden Girls this season. Remember? What was it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's the guy that um, that they catfish Rose with him, right? It's the one where, like, Rose. Yeah. He yeah. was the uh, – that guy. Yeah. And uh, he played the doctor – and then his wife is played by Rita Moreno, you know, famous yes. actress Rita Moreno. And then the kids and the show, the episode was called Empty Nest, and it was going to be a yeah. TV show called Empty Nest. They didn't right. pick up the pilot, but then it did become a show called Empty Nest. But they killed off Rita Moreno, and then they brought in the guy from Soap, Richard. I don't know. They replaced. I want to say Dreyfus, but only no, it's not Richard Dreyfus. Um, he was the star of Soap. They yeah. made him. Uh, which was another show made by Paul Witt and Susan Harris. They made him the doctor and that, but they used the same set and, but a whole different cast. Yeah. It's so, I don't even understand how that would have worked because Empty Nest, I watched that went on to be a popular show for a while. And, and they of course had them be neighbors still. So yeah. occasionally they would appear. But if you're going to the trouble of putting, would you say it's called a put pilot? Yeah. If you're doing that. And then I guess maybe it didn't go well or whatever. They're just like, okay, well, now we're going to rework it, but now it's just going to be a show. Was it on the next year? Do you know? No. It came on like a few years later, two or three years later. That's so strange. Yeah, yeah. So everyone was different except the annoying neighbor who I don't Yeah, the annoying neighbor was still on the show. They were like, we like this, but everything else, that's – The the set and the neighbor, that was it. I mean, and years later. Years later. And the neighbor, that's wild. Well, if anyone watches that episode, it's not good at all. It's not funny. Oh, no, no. It should not have gone on. But but Empty Nest was successful for a while. It was. They they even had a spinoff of Empty Nest. 
Oh yeah, nurses, what was that? nurses. With Park Overall, was she on With it? Park Overall, yeah. She went on did her own show, Park Overall. You know, I know that name. I will always remember. All right. So, Adam Salander, how many cheese kicks are you giving this episode? Oh, my gosh. It's very hard because there's such a classic with Mr. Haha's ha Hacienda yeah. and then the others. So, I'm going to have to – oh, I'm going to have to give it a, a right in the middle five because of that. Yeah, I'm going to – which is so funny. I would have – Based on if, I, if you told me to just don't watch it, just give a gut reaction by your memory, I would have two or three. But yes, because of, of Mr. Haha's, Mr. Ha saves the day, hot dog hut or whatever. It's gonna get a that. five. It's gonna get a five because that little bit alone is like an eight or a nine, easily. Maybe even a ten. Yeah, that whole little, truly, it's yeah. one of the tops. Yeah, so it's great. Anyway, so Adam, so this is we're wrapping up a season. I am convinced <sighs> you're not coming I'm back. Emotional. I was just going to say, I'm sure you're not having me back for season no, three. No, no, you are welcome to stay as long as you want. I want you to be a part of the Afterthought family. I just, I always think you hate me or don't like me. Do you think that's why Aiden thinks the chemistry is better when there's three? No, you know what? I like. No, you know what it is, is he's basing it, if you think about it, on the very first episodes we did. We did two weeks. In the 90s? Yeah, in the 90s, we did two weeks of just me and you. So the audience gets yeah. to know you. Where the chemistry wasn't perfect. Then it was like, it was like a new show. But now, yeah. oh, I especially think this round, we really gelled and what. Yeah. I, um, I, yeah, I like it all the way around. I will be back, by the way. Oh, I for season three, right yeah. Well, well, you've heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. Well, then, then, I, then I just have to say this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got to say something dumb. Oh, shit. Salandra. I think I've become great friends with a guy named Adam Salandra. Salandra, Salandra, you've got style. Blue eyes, two dogs, one hell of a smile. When you drive to his town, he'll let you go pee. Well, maybe for you, yes, but it's no for me. Salandra, Salandra, you're so dull. Your best story is your one testicle. Your voice always echoes, your internet blows. The dog always vomits and barks during shows. You claim that you're married to your husband, Sean, but nobody's met him. He's probably gone. Salandra, Salandra, you're so queer. Get in gray hair is your biggest fear. Salandra, see you next year. Adam Salandra, thank you for being a friend. Thank Hey, see you at Wolfie's, baby. Thank you for listening to Shady Pines. You can find Adam Salandra on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Salandra. That's A D A M S A L A N D R A. You can find Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at J O E B E T A N C E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast.